Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I'm Tim and today's show is about, this this is October, it is the month of Halloween, so we've got some kind of creepy uh, topics this month and today's topic is on Edward Allan Poe, of course a famous writer and critic who died a very mysterious death and we're going to talk about that. Before we do, let me introduce our panel. Uh, to my left, we have the very lovely and vivacious Brandy. How's it going, Brandy? It's going great, Tim. How are you? I am doing well. Are you happy that it's uh, October and almost Halloween? I am. I love Halloween. I know you do. This is a busy time for the devil. Yeah, uh, it's a busy month for I got Satan. Things, I got things to do, kids to visit. It's, it's the one time of the year that scaring kids is, uh, is appropriate. Right. You are you kind of celebrate all year round in that aspect. I do. Yeah, I do. And of course, uh, joining uh, Brandy and I, as always, is a very distinguished, honorable, avant-garde. I would say. I don't think that means what you think it means. Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawkwaters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you, Colonel? Couldn't be better, Timmy. Couldn't be better. Thank you very much. Um, I'm just. It's a beautiful Friday here. Just settling in. My youngest is up in Chicago with his brothers. So that leaves me and the little lady home alone for the whole weekend. What Do you have any plans? I got lots of plans, Timmy. Um, any that you can share? Not that I can share, but some of them will be posted on the internet. Um, <laughs> is there going to be a colonel's sex tape? <laughs> God, no. We're going to have the colonel's wild weekend. Yeah, I, I, the I, Colonel I, Gone Wild. Colonel Gone Wild, yeah. And it, it put Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen to shame, Timmy. Mm. It's, I hope it's going to be better than the Hawk Hogan video because that was a little disappointing. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that was the production values in that were not great. <laughs> Correct. So, Colonel, are you uh, preparing uh, for last time you mentioned you were going to be on Dancing with the Stars? You've been rehearsing? I, well, we was rehearsing for a little bit, and then Betty, uh, you know, my partner Betty White, she... she. So are you the pro in this scenario, or is she? <laughs> well, actually, she is. She's training me. She's t- uh, but she strained her, her coccus. Coccus? Her coccus? Coccus, yeah. She broke her tailbone? It was, it was something like that. I, I, it was kind of a you spin. You mean carcass? Yeah. And I let her go a little early. She wasn't really prepared. She landed she on broke her bottom. Head. Don't tell me she broke her hip. No, it was a, what was the word you used there? The Coxus? scientific. 
coccyx. She uh, broke her coccyx. Like in Napoleon Dynamite. She broke her tailbone. Her tailbone. No, she just bruised it and strained it. Mm. She's going to be fine. Wait, what they do? Wrap that up? No, I massage her with uh, some shea butter every night. Oh. Mm. That's awful thought for you, Colonel. Mm. You have any shout-outs? I got a couple shout-outs today, Timmy. Of course, we got uh, the beautiful, smart, and lovely Dottie Scott. Hi, Mom. We have to give out every week. Uh, we have Lady Beverly, who was still working on logistics of doing Jack the Ripper. Um, of course, we always got Canute because because cause of the dog, really. Canute, you're a nice guy, but your dog. And, and Lady Beverly got a wonderful dog. Colleen, we do appreciate how active you are on our page. So, Colleen, you keep, you keep posting your thoughts on there. Um, Chloe Kardashian. Uh, no. Got to give Chloe. a shout out to her ass. Um, it's Kim Kardashian's ass. No, they all got big asses. They okay. all got the big well. asses. Um, and Volkswagen, uh, our new sponsor this week, Volkswagen. Um, they're coming out with a new model, the Volkswagen Puffer. It. Uh, it what, what does it do? Well, it it uh, it just pollutes the air. Oh well, that's important. Just like the rest of the Volkswagens do, but they don't. They haven't done the tweaks and adjustments. I on see. This to so make it's it a little bit more contributing to global warming for us. Yes, I yes. gotcha. So and don't we have a new shout out? We do. We got Keith from Michigan. Keith uh, sent us in a good idea for a show um, after the bath uh, disaster we did. Uh, Keith sent us in about the Italian nineteen thirteen Italian hall disaster. Uh, that's Which a good is, suggestion, Keith. Thank you. Yeah, that 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 really is a, that that'll be a good podcast if we ever get around to doing anything other than crazy people and serial killers. Well, and don't you know who you got to talk to? I know she well, she got a thing with serial killers and creepy people. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. We were going to do something on uh, the so the nineteen thirteen. Uh, um, Italian disaster was uh, some kids were I, I think it was a school they were having a Christmas party and uh, someone yelled fire and a lot of kids got crushed it's going to maybe we can do something like with the Who concert that's why you can't yell fire in a crowded children's playground yeah I never yell movie at a firehouse yeah firemen no, get oh pissed no. off they get mad yeah. they get mad they run you over but that is a good suggestion Keith thank you and we'll, we are, we'll put that to the list and thanks for listening thanks all of you for listening and um, let's go ahead, Colonel, if you don't mind, we'll go ahead and get started with uh, our topic, Edward Allan well, Poe. I, Edward? I have no objection to this show. Why would I mind? Edward Allan Poe? Edgar Allan Poe. Yes, was it Edgar's lesser-known brother? A, a, a little-known uh, fact that the Baltimore Ravens uh-huh. uh, get that name from. That's not little-known. Everyone knows that. Not if you're not a football fan. Well, if you are not a football fan, you probably don't know who the Baltimore Ravens are, period. You, did you have a rough night last night, Timmy? I feel good. You it's can't Friday. us again today, Timmy. Let's talk about Edgar Allan Poe, uh, who was, of course, a um, very famous uh, American author. Um, he was also a literary critic, an editor, and, of course, uh, has developed the reputation of being the master of the macabre. Uh, he was the precursor to Vincent huh? Price. Is that how you say that word? I don't know. But anyway... Uh, Never stopped him before. He was the author <laughs> of such such poems and stories such as The Raven, 
Nevermore. Huh? Nevermore. Annabelle Lee, my personal favorite. It was many and many year ago in a kingdom by the sea. Love with the love, there's more than love. I am Annabelle Lee. Telltale Heart. I have read all of these. The Fall of the House of Usher. Just to name a few. The Mask of the Red Death. I've read, uh, I've yeah. read all of these. But you know what that's about? Uh, it's about scarlet fever. Tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. You scarlet were really fever. close, though. Yeah. It was close. launching people over the wall. Okay, anyway. So, with his short stories and poems, Poe captured the imagination of interest and interest of readers around the world. Uh, his creative talents led to the beginnings of different types of literary genres, including... Genres. Um, detective stories. Uh, he, he Did you know that uh, he his... Uh, writings were um, uh, uh, the first of the detective stories that led to none other than Sherlock Holmes was elementary and even science fiction but, uh, so H.P. Lovecraft was greatly influenced by Edgar Allan Poe everybody's influenced by Edgar Allan Poe yeah Stephen King was influenced by Edgar Allan yes. Poe so everybody everybody Poe is cool but anyway so he's the father of everything Poe. But you would think having such fame and notoriety, he would have had a wonderful life. Nay, that was not the case. Um, And especially his life and death uh, are still a bit of a mystery, and we're going to talk about that. And the lines of faction fictions have been blurred. It happens when you drink, too. Kind of things get blurred. But anyway, Poe was born on January 19th, 1809 in Boston, Massachusetts, he was the son of actors. Um, he re- never really got to know his parents. Uh, his father abandoned uh, the family after when uh, um, Edgar was just one years old. And then his mother um, passed away when he was only three. She died of? Syphilis. <laughs> oh, consumption. She died of the consumption. Yes, she died yeah. of tuberculosis. Didn't your mom die of the consumption? Well, if you want to call cancer consumption, yeah. yeah. Consumption was... Uh, to, my mama right. was consumed by the cancer, yeah. Was, by the time they found it, it was all from a baby toe all the way up to a spine. Well, but see, you open that can of worms. Now he's going to have dead mother stories to well, tell us. I'm so tired of dead mother stories. Uh, folks, <laughs> <laughs> folks, my mama passed away 18 years ago. Uh she passed away on strangely, oddly. Well, no, not really. She passed away the same day Lady Diana passed away. Oh, really? She I did remember indeed. that day. Um, oh. I remember that day clearly, too. You know where I was? Um, I was in Germany. I was at my mother's bedside holding her hand. Um, she was a sweet, sweet Irish woman. Well, she was not a sweet woman. She was meaner than hell. Temple temper. No dead mother stories. Yeah. She yeah. died of the consumption. I'm sorry. You know what? I got I got distracted. I'm sorry. You brought up my mama. We're sorry, Colonel. We're sorry that you lost your mom. And I'm sure she was a lovely lady. And, she was a uh, lovely, lovely woman. But anyway, let's. Uh, uh, you have this in common with Edgar Allan Poe. At least you um, had a relationship with your mom. He You're both never orphans. did. He never did. Uh, his mother died when he was only three. And um, this tuberculosis would take claim the lives of uh, a lot of people around. Poe during his lifetime. His mother, uh, his brother would die of tuberculosis, and uh, later on we'll talk about his wife who also died of TB. So um, thus uh, he was 
greatly affected by the disease, even though he never had it himself. Now, Timmy, my uh, <clears throat> my stepfather had uh, tuberculosis. The consumption. The consumption, and he lived on a farm in Tennessee. His father had died of the consumption. His mm-hmm. older brother had just died of the consumption. His mama got the consumption, and had, the state had to come in, the county came in, had to take all the kids, put them in an orphanage. Um, he got the consumption. They sent him up here to Cincinnati, where they had Dunham Hospital, if you mm-hmm. remember, it was a sanitarium. Spent 18 months in the sanitarium and uh, got better. It's good. And uh, has has two just uh, the most horrific scars on his back that you'd ever see. Because at that time, they cut you open and try to clean out the infection. Yeah. And, it was uh, a terrible, um, terrible disease. So my mama and daddy had the consumption. And it was quite common back in the... Back in the day, and it took, claimed a lot of souls. And it Im- impacted, as I mentioned, uh, Poe greatly in his life with uh, his loved ones. So after his mother died when he was three, um, he moved in, kind of, which would, uh, he was separated from his siblings, and he moved in to live with a family, foster parent family, uh, John and Francis Allen. And in fact, uh, that's where Poe gets his middle name, Allen. See, I'm just full of it. It all comes back around. Yes, it does. Um, the uh, John Allen was a successful tobacco merchant, merchant of death, and his wife, uh, and they lived in Richmond, Virginia. Um, Poe, uh, the idea of adopting or bringing into the home Edgar was Francis's idea. So John wasn't too hot on the idea, but Francis wanted to bring him in, and they developed a bond. And um, she become a mother figure to him. But he had some clashes with John. Um, and mostly it was over money. John was very driven toward profit. He was a businessman. And, you know, Poe was, was the dreamer. He was the writer. Um, although he was... So a daydream believer? Yeah. He was, he was very... He was athletic, but um, he was more focused on... How did you miss that? A career in writing and... Is it daydream believer? I, I got it. I picked up on it. I know. Um, I, I ignored it. I depend it. on Chuck. Oh. But anyway... Not you. Um, he, had, he, had, he developed a strong bond with uh, Frances. And guess what happens to her? She died. She gets a consumption. She died of the consumption. Yes, she did. Um, and so when she perished, uh, died of tuberculosis, it was heartbreaking to Edward. Um, and... Uh, it further deteriorated. It, it, when she got sick, um, John Allen, her husband, um, he started bringing in women, floozies, into the home and having his way with them. Why his floozies? Why his wife? Yeah, why his wife was uh, ill being with the consumed. consumption? Yeah. Oh my God. He was the wife was being consumed and he was being a consumer. Yeah. So what a dick. Uh, yeah, he was like whoring around, and um, of course um, Poe po didn't like that because he was very close to Francis. And when uh, Poe went off to went to the uh, went off to the university in 1826, um, John gave him money to uh, to you know pay for his tuition and stuff, but he wouldn't give him any money to spend like on food and. You know, books or can't give him everything beer money or whatever uh, so Poe was you know beer money well you know I, 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 all the readings they make a big deal about how this was a uh, 
a point of contention between Poe and John. But the hell, the guy adopted him, took him in. When yeah, he was, I know. I mean, Poe really should have just got a job at an Arby's yeah, or something to help yeah, pay for well, his stuff. I know. Well, I don't know why Poe, because, and, and this gets into, you know, Poe got all, all yanked up because the father was bringing these women over the house. Mm-hmm. But in in <clears throat> I understand that the poor lady had the consumption, but clearly she wasn't performing her wifely duties. Well, it's now, hard to do that when you have tuberculosis. And, I, and while I understand that, <laughs> it kills the mood. Uh, I understand that the hacking in the coffin does kill the mood. It does. Um, but a man has needs. Yeah. Well, and Poe didn't understand. Poe should have understood that. And he he uh, he just always had better relations with women than he did men, and um, he so you know again his dad abandoned him his his real dad abandoned him, and uh, he's having problems here with uh, uh, his John, uh, so he starts gambling. He actually had to sell. He has to actually break up his furniture in his dorm room or college, wherever he was staying, to use his firewood because he couldn't afford firewood. But he started gambling, and he ended up $2,000 in debt. Now, this is, you know, oh, for the love of 1826, so I don't know how much $2,000 would be, but it's a bunch of money. Um, and so he went home, and he was going to marry. He had this crush on this woman named Elmira Royster. El, oh, Elmira. Elmira. Didn't the Oak Ridge Boys write a song about yeah, her? They did. Elmira. Yeah. Elmira. If you like her, you would admire her, Elmira. But anyway, so um, his heart, he was in love. And Poe would kind of, he were, you know, he wouldn't just sleep with women. He'd kind of idolize them and he'd, he'd make them to be. As he should. You know, so anyway, she ended up getting engaged to someone else, and it broke his heart. What a bitch. Yeah. So Poe then, uh, you know, he had he left he left the Richmond area. He left the university because he couldn't uh, pay to go to school. Should have got a grant. He should have got a Pell grant. He really should have. Yeah. But anyway, he at the time, he, so he he goes and he joins the army for a bit up mm, in Boston. He's too sensitive for the army. Yeah, he really is. But uh, he joined the Army for a bit, but he wanted to uh, go to West Point. And finally, he was able to win a spot there in 1830. Uh, and he did okay there, but he his real love was writing. He had already published some poems, and that's what he really wanted to do. So he wasn't the best cadet ever. And again, not because he wasn't smart enough. It's just like he was almost he going out of his way. Yeah, he was almost going out of his way to get kicked out. Uh, and that also... You know, again, his foster father, John, you know, wanted him to, you know, get out uh, writing because he didn't see it how way. And back in the day, it was hard to make a living as a writer, as it is today. But it was even harder then because there was no copyright laws. So people were just like, they would, uh, editors or publishers would um, just steal uh, material from other countries, like in England, to me- print it. Timmy, my uh, my broker just called me. Yeah. Uh, he he wanted to let you know that in 1826, two thousand dollars would be like forty one thousand dollars today. Yeah, so that's a lot of money. He was right. He was making up a lot of debt. You know what? I don't understand. Which is how. less than uh, student loans. I yeah, but still having, but yeah, but yeah. So 
I would like Randy's to give, like a mile and a half away. I'd like away. to give another shout out to uh, <laughs> I'd like to give another shout out to uh, my broker. Um, um, Silvio. Chuck. Mm-hmm. Silvio. Is that, your, is that I, your broker? I got a I got a broker. Uh, he's he's the perfect broker because yeah. uh, he is he's half Jewish, half Italian. Oh my god. What the and, hell? Uh, Come on, Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's Samuel uh, Alito and uh He's a great. He's what great. the hell's wrong with you? Why, <laughs> Jesus Christ! You know what? Let me continue. But I don't. Understand. He's a broke broker. Never trust a broke broker. No. Uh, anyway, Brandy, next next podcast, you do not get chairs with wheels. You can't just roll away and scream from across the hall. Okay. Anyway, back she to. She was getting those peanut M and M's, Timmy. I had a hankering. I don't know. I don't understand why. <laughs> had a hankering. How are you opposed to peanut M and M's? Can we get back to Poe, please? Okay. After leaving the academy, after he left West Point, where are we in this damn story? He left rep, rep to and he, he left West Point. Wait, spit it out. To focus on writing full time, he moved around and looked for opportunities in New York, Baltimore, Philadelphia, and Richmond. So he kind of stayed on the East Coast: New York, Baltimore, Philadelphia. So Richmond. he's literally a starving artist. He's literally a literally starving artist. Yes. Literary starving artist. Yes. All right. So from 1831, he always had financial problems his whole life. Uh, bit of trivia. He uh, When he wrote to Raven, you know how much he made on it? Five dollars. Three dollars. Five dollars. He made $14 on the Raven. He made five dollars on Annabelle Lee. Now, you so, got to remember there was no copyright laws back then. Yeah, I think I just said that. No. So, <laughs> but anyway. That's why I said you got to remember. Yeah, yeah, 1831 to 1835, he went to stay in Baltimore with an aunt, Maria Clem. Did he fall in love with her? No, no, it's worse. Maria had a daughter named Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> well, Virginia was 12 years old. Ew. How old was Poe? Poe was 26 at the time. Did they fall in love? They fell in love. <gasps> and um, Mary, Maria oh, Clem. You get a 12 year old to fall in love, bring it's his the girl cousin. some Skittles. And it's his cousin. It's, yeah. his, it's cousin. his first cousin. Well, that was not so odd back then. Because, you know, you just, you know, people are dying of the consumption left. Oh, right. Hell yeah, Mary you do All you have to do is buy him some M&M. Buy him some Peanut Skittles. M&M's. Peanut, yeah. Well, anyway, they, uh, he fell in love anyway. And, and she was actually, Maria was going to send her daughter away to live with some relatives for other reasons. And <laughs> Poe become very distraught and begged her to let Virginia stay. And um, they were married. They lied about her age. They said she was 21 instead of 12. Actually, really? She, she was all. She was almost thirteen at the time. Oh well. Oh, well. <laughs> Better. Um, but despite their age difference, um, the marriage was a happy one. And it, it, well, sure. In his re, in his writings, he would in his you know um, journal. He would Did he just, have to drop her off in no, elementary he would, school. He would describe it was weird because he would describe like he would call her wifey and then sweetie and then he would talk about his. It almost had his father daughter relationship. It was creepy even for me. So, yeah. So, well. but anyway, they were happy. Well, they were, creepy and they actually you. played leapfrog together. Well, who does? That's that's the key to a happy marriage, right there, is playing leapfrog. I'm sure and the me, Colonel and and Renee play leapfrog. And let me tell you, you something. They play well, leapfrog. It'll be in the video. We, we play shoots and ladders. <laughs> Okay. Uh, because that is that's what holds us together. Okay, but he he was really in love. Uh, gross with, with Virginia. Gross. Well, it's kind of like a Woody no, Allen. No, it's kind of gross. Woody Allen. What's her it's name? not like that. That's gross. 
Well, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just reporting this, okay? I'm not... It's disgusting. I am not Edgar Allan Poe myself. I'm just telling you what... But I, I feel like you have very Poe-esque qualities. You do have some Poe-esque similarities. Why would you say that? Well, Poe liked women uh, that were, you know, barely old enough to now, read. I have a 25-year-old. That just learned how to tie their shoes. They have yeah. to be at least 25 for me. Okay, well, 25. I mean, did, he take, I mean, did he take her and drop her off at her elementary school and mm-hmm. I think, write her no, notes no, and study no, not No, no, but he did teach her algebra. He taught her... Oh, I bet uh, he taught her a lot they, of they, things they, that she didn't they, know. They, they, they would uh, share activities. I'm guys. sure. That's he the sang, sharing activities she, that she we're sang, about. And we'll talk about that in a minute, her singing. Um, they played parlor games. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And played they doctor. went riding on... Well, because she can't get in a bar. On, they rode horses. <laughs> I'm not excusing what he did. I'm just excel- I'm just telling you that's... She wasn't thing. even taller than Fred Flintstone. He couldn't we're take her to the amusement Why are you blaming me? I'm mm-hmm. not I feel, like I feel like you're reporting it. No, so I'm not. I'm just I'm just telling the story. It really, uh, you don't well, feel you like you're sufficiently disgusted. Okay. Okay, anyway, in, yeah. in 1835, Poe went to work for a magazine called proud. The Southern Literacy Messenger. Um, <laughs> Hold on. Did he need a babysitter while he was Did at work? Did they just say Southern Literacy in the same sentence? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Behave. That's your homeland. Uh, yes, it's your homeland, and Colonel. Did he have to get a babysitter while no. he was at work? No. Did he need to take I mean, her to daycare? Know, you know, they didn't, people didn't live that long, so at 13, she was practically middle-aged, <laughs> which... <laughs> Which actually, sadly, turns out to be the case. But anyway, we'll get there in a minute. Um, <coughs> she gets a consumption. Can I please get on with the story? So he returns to Richmond, him with his lovely young bride, and he starts working for the Southern Literacy Messenger. He was a critic. He was a, a literary crit- critic, and he was very. He had a reputation of being kind of cutthroat, and this will come to play later on because. A lot of his, uh, the people that he kind of, you know, were vicious, his targets of this criticism, one of them would write his uh, biography. And oh. that's how we get the post. That's how you get even with people. Yeah. That would be like, uh, Colonel, that's be like you writing Brandy's uh, biography. You might embellish it in ways that would Why not could be. I not write Well, I don't his believe bi- his... that I would have to even embellish. Well. Hurtful. But but I anyway, he, 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 he got some enemies in the, in the liter- literary circle that he uh, was a part of. He had jacked up hair. Yeah, he did. He did, did have crazy hair. We got him really crazy hair when he died. We'll get to that, too. So, anyway. His hair's in there? So, when, you know, you see, I mean, he was just shoveled when he found it. But anyway. That's, we're just shoveled there. all the time. Um, <laughs> he was very, like I said, he had a very re- aggressive cutthroat. Uh, style when it comes to being a critic. Would you think if he was a writer, he'd cut a break to his peers? Nope. He's elevating them. Yeah. You know, like, I am never critical of you guys and how you podcast because I'm a fellow podcaster. Even though I'm Yes, you are. You are a little critical critical all the time. (laughs) I know. I believe you said, the last statement you said about our podcasting was... I wish I paid you so I I could fire you. I wish I paid you so I could fire you. Yeah, I got that on my uh, to-do list for 2016. Okay. So, um, now Poe was known to take a drink now and then. Um, he should. He's married to a child. Well, he had some money they problems. They will make you drink. He had some money problems, and he was, you know, he was... He was a gambler and a whore. But see, again, you got to remember... Remember whore. is that whore. the people writing the history, his biography, don't like him. So keep that in. But anyway, Poe and Virginia were struggling financially, 
they went to live. Um, uh, they they lived uh, in Richmond, but they would later move to New York. But anyway, on uh, on January in January of 1842, Virginia was at the piano playing. Um, as I said, she he loved to hear her sing, and she was playing the piano, and she started coughing. And when she did, Poe noticed on her lip that there was some blood. Oh, oh good. So sweet did he just Jesus. kill her That's before? The first he killed her before she could go through all that, didn't he? No, oh. but he a blood vessel broke in her throat, and uh, but it, he knew at that point that she had the. Consumption. The consumption. When my, the consumption. When my, when my stepppappy got the consumption, he oh, said Jesus. he was 12 years old. He was running. There was playing in the field, and he coughed a little bit and wiped his mouth, looked down at his hand, and said he'd seen a big smear of blood, and he knew that his days were numbered. Yeah, and so did and yet, Poe. Poe knew that. Yet he uh, lived. Poe knew that Virginia's Still day, alive to this day. Yeah, but this was 1842, so, um, you know, it was not yeah, as... he wasn't born yet. Yeah, so... Poe knew that what was in store, because as I said, he saw his brother die of it, he saw Francis die of it, and his mother had died of it. So uh, he began to work. He was working and writing, knowing that his uh, the love of his life was basically dying. She would live for five more years, but... Um, she was on borrowed time. Yeah, he, because she was so young, I guess it, it gave her... She was able to fight it a little bit more. Poe began to drink more heavily uh, under the stress of Virginia's illness. Uh, in 1845, uh, he wrote while she was in the next room, uh, basically dying. She died in 1847. But while she was in the next room struggling with her illness, uh, he wrote The Raven, which... Nevermore. Which, you know, is a, a most of Poe's poems and stories are about young women dying, you know. Yeah, my dying. favorite, The Raven is my personal favorite. Yeah, the Raven, uh, of course, uh, when he says uh, Lenore. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary. Yeah, kind of continue. That's moving. Yeah, it is moving. Uh, but anyway, he um, he became quite famous for the Raven, but uh, as I said, it only netted him $14 in cash. So, uh, But kids would come up to him, and call, they called him the Raven on the street, and he would scare him away by saying nevermore he kind of liked the notoriety and stuff but he, you know he was dealing with some serious stuff because he knew that uh, Virginia's days were numbered and they were um, finally after he got a little bit you know he was getting some professional success but he was falling into a greater depression because Virginia was starting to slip away um, and uh, she died in 1847 of the consumption and uh, that really, really just, you know, uh, it, if he had a hard time before with um, drinking and depression, this one really pushed him over the edge. He was she was real, how old when she died? Well, too? I think she was in her early 20s when she died. Uh, I'd have to go back and calculate all that. But it looks like, uh, so in 36, she was 12 years old. And this was been 11 years later, so. Oh, they were married 11 years. So she's in her mid-20s. Um... Yeah, yeah, he was married. He was devoted to her. He loved her. Um, but after she died, it's almost like he needed another... Like I said, he had good relationships with women, and he was afraid to be alone. So he started pursuing a lot of different women to get married again. And he would write them... Uh, he would send the same letters to different women. Or like copy and paste thing before this time. Right. And... Um, 
So, but, you know, his, his real love was, of course, Virginia, and she had died of this consumption. So he was overcome by grief, and he was, you know, as I said, um, he was going up and down the West Coast trying to find work, trying to make a career, and also trying to, you know, deal with this terrible loss. And uh, that brings us to Brandy. So... Poor Edgar Allan Poe. See, you were so down on him a minute ago. I am because he married a child and a child that he was related to. Um, his death, his death on October seventh, eighteen forty-nine, has remained mysterious. Um, but the circumstances leading up to his death are uncertain, and the cause and the cause of death is disputed. You know, uh, I, I find the man just still. It's just I'm looking at the. His hair's crazy. Presently, my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Yeah. So on October 3rd, Poe was found delirious on the streets of Baltimore, Maryland. He was Back in- into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning. He was in great distress and in need of immediate assistance. Wretch, I cried, the- thy God lent thee. By these angels, they shall be. According to... The devil just tore up the raven. I was trying to give you the colonel rendition of it. According to Joseph Walker, who found him. He was taken... Nevermore! (laughs) Nevermore, devil. He was taken to Washington College Hospital, where he died at 5 a.m. on Sunday, October 7th. So they basically find him in the street, disheveled. Yeah. Like, I know you didn't get all that from... From all the bullshit coming from my left, but yeah. Okay, they found him on the street. So he incoherent. Was, he was never coherent show. enough to explain how he came to be in this condition. But the last, uh, I bet Brittany can relate to that. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of of the information of the last days of his life come from his attending physician, Doctor John Joseph Moran, though his credibility is somewhat questionable. He was Poe was buried after a small funeral at the back of Westminster Hall and Burying Ground and Bar Grill. Are you sure he was dead? Because I heard Poe say... Nevermore. No, he said, uh, Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Yeah, so he... uh, But the fact is, I was napping. And so gently you came rapping. Rapping on my chamber rapping door. Rapping on my chamber door. Tis the wind. And so faintly you came tapping. Tapping. I'm about ready to come tapping door. on your door. <laughs> Shut up and so let me get through this. The Poe is So you're not a Poe fan. I am a Poe fan. I have read many, many, many works by Poe. I have read more works by Poe than you know about. She's she's forgotten more Poe shit. Than That's you right. Know. I am Poe literate. <laughs> so she a hoe for Poe. I am. So he was buried at the back at a small funeral at the back of Westminster Hall and burying ground and bar and grill. Yeah, but and remember remains, he was poor. I mean, he was yeah. broke. His remains were moved to a new grave with a larger monument in 1875. The newer monument also marks the burial place of Poe's wife, Virginia, and his mother-in-law slash, what, cousin, Maria? Your sister. No, that yes. was his aunt. 
Aunt, yeah. sorry, Aunt Maria. <laughs> Theories is for the moon never beams without bringing me dreams of the beautiful, beautiful. Annabelle, Annabelle Lee. Lee. I know. Are you guys serious? You like the Annabelle? Lee? It is going to take forever if you don't <laughs> shut the fuck up and let us get through this. No. Okay. Now sorry, Dottie. Get, now we just sorry, got a rating on our podcast. Yeah, that you can't. One podcast we can't get through without you using the sailor language. Theories as to what caused Poe's death include suicide, murder. You know what? This is like everything: suicide, murder, cholera, rabies, syphilis, influenza, and that Poe was a victim of cooping. Yeah, stuck him in there with a bunch of chickens. That's what happened. Cooping or pooping? Cooping. <laughs> cooping. Okay. Uh, I would just like to say, and the stars never rise, but I feel the bright eyes of the beautiful Annabelle Lee. Go ahead. Please continue. If he talks, I'm leaving. <laughs> Shut up, Charles. I'm just reading. I'm so moved. I'm so moved. Then move silently. <clears throat> Please continue, Brad. Evidence of the influence of alcohol is strongly disputed. Yeah, again, the, his biography is written by his... You know, his former better Yeah. After Poe's death, Rufus Wilmot Griswold. The bastard. Best name ever. Yeah, you're That's the what I'm going to name my next dog. <laughs> Rufus <laughs> Griswold. Oh, gosh. Wrote his obituary. Under- he was on vacation, wasn't he? <laughs> He's the dog that ran behind him. Jerry for two <laughs> Poor little guy. Probably kept up for a little while. Uh, he wrote his obituary under the pseudonym Ludwig. Griswold was a contemporary of Poe's, but was also known to have a deep jealousy of him. He became the literary executor of Poe's estate. He was the literary executioner? Basically. (laughs) Executor. He was the executor, but he stole all this stuff. But he was actually a rival of Poe's and later published his first full biography, depicting him as a depraved, drunk, drug-addled madman. And that's a kind of... um, Reputation, yeah. I mean, that's when people think of Poe. They think of this. When you marry your cousin. Actually, oh, we loved her. They had a nice marriage. What is with you? Oh, he loved her. He loved her. She was when twelve. Why did get so romantic? She's almost thirteen. Much. Well, <laughs> she was almost thirteen going on. She was eleven yeah. months from thirteen. Um, Prophet said, "I a thing of evil." <laughs> Prophet still with bird or devil. <laughs> come on, ready. <laughs> You gotta come back. Like, okay, come back. I won't. I won't read no more. But that. that never more will you read. Never more will I shout. I read the poll while you're doing your intro. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Thank you. Oh crap! I forgot where I was. Uh, okay, you. so much of the evidence um, for this image of Poe is believed to have been forged by Griswold, and though friends of Poe's have denounced it, this interpretation has been has had the lasting the most long-lasting impact. On September 27, 1849, Poe left... Well, they've pieced together. Poe left Richmond, Virginia on his way home to New York. There's no reliable evidence that exists about Poe's whereabouts until the week, till a week later on October 3rd, where he was found delirious on the streets of Baltimore outside Ryan's Tavern. Sometimes it's referred to Gunner's Hall. That's what I call it, is Gunner's Hall. When I Google it, when it's on Yelp, it's... Is Do they get good reviews? Gonna yeah. go down to Gunners, get us some shooters. Yeah. Well, and here's my other question. It's not really that unusual to see him outside Ryan's Tavern. 
Right. Well, so, well, they knew him. They, I mean, they recognized him. So, so a printer named Joseph Walker sent a letter requesting some help. He, he sent requesting help yeah. from an acquaintance of Poe's, Doctor Joseph Snodgrass. Which I don't get because you're sending a letter. They didn't have no I mean, urgent yeah, care back then. Yeah, I mean, there was. No I urgent. think he sent it with a boy. Oh, okay. Uh, or a raven. <laughs> yeah, well. Or a raven. Pigeon. <laughs> Carry a raven. Whatever. So the letter reads, Dear Sir, there's a gentleman rather worse for wear. It's <laughs> an understatement. <laughs> At Ryan's fourth ward polls, who goes under the, I don't know what that word is. The name. Co- yeah. It means name. I looked it up. Yeah, it's a stupid word. I, I probably should have read it. Po- Edgar A. Poe who appears in great distress and says he is acquainted with you, and I assure you he is in need of immediate assistance. Yours in haste, Joe's W. Walker. So he sends a letter to the doctor saying, hey, we need some help for this guy. He's delirious, and he's disheveled. Snodgrass later claimed the note said that Poe was in a state of beastly intoxication, but the original letter proved otherwise. Snodgrass's first-hand account describes Poe's appearance as repulsive, with unkempt hair, a haggard, unwashed face, and lusterless and vacant eyes. His clothing, Snodgrass said... Which the devil calls Wednesday. Whatever. <laughs> Judge her. Uh, Snodgrass, uh, his clothing, Snodgrass said, which included a dirty shirt with no vest. No vest? It's better than having a dirty vest with no shirt. No vest? What kind know. of savage had he turned into? I know. Maybe he was uh, like a one early version of the Chippendales. And, he, one of and he had unpolished shoes. Wow. And they I'm, were I'm worn not, and did not fit well. I don't want to Ooh, I don't want to I don't want casting stuff. So he's wearing a stranger's shoes. Yeah, right? he's and wearing he a stranger's clothes. None of the clothes fit well. Yeah. I mean nothing was an uncomfortable shoe. So it's a, nothing worse than wearing a stranger's clothes. So, Dr. John Joseph Moran... Especially their underwear. ...who was Poe's attending physician, finally you, shows up. That's when you go commando. Yes. I'm commando He right finally now. shows up <laughs> and gives his own detailed account of Poe's appearance that day. He was in a stained, faded, old bombazine coat... Pantaloons of a similar character. Pantaloons? Now, everybody know the pant... The, the Poe don't wear no pantaloons. Well, obviously. This, yeah. was, that day. this is back before MC Hammer. I, well, before there was all that day he was wearing pantaloons. Pantaloons of a similar character, a pair of worn-out shoes, run down on the heels in an old straw hat. Now, I'm sorry. Poe in a straw hat. Yeah, yeah that's not that. that you got to let that That raises questions. He's got Kramer hair. you got to let that <laughs> stuff run free. Yeah, it raises questions. It does. Poe was a snappy dresser. Yeah, he took pride in his appearance. He was, he was a, a, he was a rush. I mean, he was a southern gentleman, and he took pride in his. I know because it says right here that I'm getting ready to read that. <laughs> well, no, Poe no. was never coherent enough again. Why to do we even have her? Uh, how he came to be in this condition, and it is believed his clo- the clothes break. he were wearing was wearing were not his own. It's not an affirmative least action because things. wearing a. Shabby wearing shabby clothes were out of character for Poe. He was a snappy dresser. I knew I read that somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you did. So Moran came. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. 
Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Scared for Poe at the for-profit Washington College Hospital on Broadway and Fayette Street. So that's where that's at. Okay. Uh, he was denied any visitors and confined in a prison-like room with barred windows in a section of the building reserved for drunk people. Yeah. They only let the doctor was the only one who saw him. Yeah, but they throw drunk people in the hospital? Well, it, it, when in doubt, can, you know. Know. it better be thrown thrown in the workhouse. Well, in jail. But he was basically in jail. He was in a room by himself, and the only one who could see him was the, the doctor, and he would... He changed his story all the time. Like he got because he was a drunk. Too. He was give lectures and he changed his story around. Poes has said to repeatedly called out the name Reynolds on the night before his death, though no one has ever been able to identify the person to whom he referred. One possibility is that he's recalling an encounter with Jeremiah N. Reynolds, a newspaper editor and explorer, who may have inspired the novel, the narrative of Arthur Gordon, Gordon Pym of Nantucket. <laughs> now that's I knew well, I knew a man. There was a girl from Nantucket. He knew Arthur Pym of Nantucket. Mm-hmm. Poe yeah. married a girl from Nantucket. Yes, he go, did. Go ahead, please. Another possibility is Harry Reynolds. They got Reynolds all over the place, yeah. and they can't figure out what well, he's talking about. It's, it's a process of elimination. Another possibility is Harry Reynolds, one of the judges overseeing the Fourth Ward polls at Ryan's Tavern, who may have met Poe on election day. Poe may have instead been called, wait a minute, may have instead been calling for Herring, as the author had an uncle-in-law in Baltimore named Henry Herring, which... Yeah, it sounds, sounds like Reynolds. Nothing like Reynolds. <laughs> uh, in later testimony, Moran avoided reference to Reynolds, but mentioned a visit by Mrs. Herring. Yeah, who's this? This woman we don't know. Yeah, this no is one out knows. of the blue. And and like I said, the only one that really saw him throughout this whole period, these four days, was uh, the doctor. The doctor. Mm-hmm. He also claimed he attempted to cheer Poe up during one of the few times Poe was awake. Did a little soft shoe for him. Or? It's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. When Moran told his patient that he would soon be enjoying the company of friends, Poe allegedly replied that the best things the best thing his friend could do would be to blow out his brains with a pistol. Now those are that's a friend. That wow. is a friend because I thought I would do that to either one of you. Thank you, Brandy. Just know that I, that means a lot. Uh, that means a lot to me because I don't want to be one of the zombies. I would stab you straight through the eye. Thank you. Okay. okay. In Poe's distress, he made a reference to a wife in Richmond. He may have been delusional, thinking of his wife Virginia, thinking that his wife Virginia was still alive, or he may have been referring to Sarah Elmira Royster to whom he had recently proposed. His heart was on fire. For Elmira. For Elmira. 
Giddy up. <laughs> they had a love that was more than love. That was Annabelle Lee. Oh. He did not know what had happened to his trunk of belongings, which, it transpired, had been left behind at the Swan Tavern in Richmond. Love the Swan. You should see that on Yelp. I go there and play darts sometimes. Yeah. Watch football. Big dart. Big dart player, are you? Yeah. Well, <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Okay. Moran reported that Poe's final words were, Lord, help my poor soul, before dying on It probably October didn't sound like an evangelist pre- pre- preacher. You don't know what believe, he sounded like. I believe he would have said something more along the lines of, Good Lord Jesus, help my poor soul. You think, Pitch in the forehead. You think that's what... You think? Okay, so so Poe dies under so he mysteri- dies. mysterious circumstances. Because Poe did not have visitors, Moran was probably the only person to see the author in his last days. Even so, Moran's credibility has been questioned repeatedly, if not considered altogether tr- untrustworthy. Throughout the years after Poe's death, his story changed as he wrote and lectured on the topic. All medical records and documents, including Poe's death certificate, have been lost, if, in fact, they ever existed. Probably not. The precise cause of Poe's death is disputed, but many theories exist. Many biographers have addressed the issue and reached different conclusions, ranging, ranging from Jeffrey Meyer's assertion that it was hypoglycemia to John Event whatever Walsh conspiratorial murder murder plot theory. Anyone ever claim he got the consumption? I don't think he so. did not have the consumption. It has also been suggested that Poe's death may have resulted from suicide related to depression. In 1848, he nearly died from an overdose of laudanum. Love laudanum. But how is he committing suicide if he's rambling around, walking around? Readily available. Well, he took enough to jack himself up, but not quite enough to Put, stop Push him over the edge. Yeah. So la- laudanum was readily available as a tranquilizer and painkiller, unlike now where you got to buy it, buy it from the guy on the corner. Damn. I know. I wish you could buy it at the store. Well, just go down the street. Though it's unclear if this, is a, if this was a true suicide attempt or just a miscalculation on Poe's part, it did not lead to Poe's death a year, a year later. Snodgrass, however, was convinced. <laughs> that's that's what so, That is a conclusion right there. Was you have to take a lot of money to Snodgrass die a year later. The guy who was tying people to the railroad tracks. That's Snidely Whiplash. Oh, okay. yeah, it's close. Snodgrass was convinced that Poe died from alcoholism, and did a great deal to popularize their, the idea. He was a supporter of the temperance movement and found Poe a useful example in his temperance work. I don't like those damn temperance people. I don't either. They're kind of a pain in the ass. They're not fun. They're really not fun at parties at all. No. How, but they're great if you need a DD. Uh, true. Good point. However, Snodgrass's writings on the topic have been proven, what? False. Untrustworthy. Untrustworthy. Moran, Moran contradicted Snodgrass by stating in his own 1885 account that Poe did not die under the effect of any intoxicant. Moran claimed that Poe had not the slightest odor of liquor upon his breath or person. See, that's what I'm telling you. Even so, some newspapers... Oh, my darling, my darling, my life and my bride. Some newspapers reported that... Climb on the colonel and take you a ride. (laughs) Yeah, 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 I did say that, really. It didn't say that. It didn't say that. (laughs) Are you done? Are we done? Okay. Oh. No, I'm not done. 
Yeah. Okay. Are you going to be done soon? I'm trying. I got some interesting theories on what cosplay. Do you? Death. Because I'm trying here. Okay. Please continue. Over here, I'm trying yeah. over here. Don't it's very us. difficult to uh, to moderate this the, this podcast with you two. So please continue. Is it <laughs> about ready to get more difficult? <laughs> Even so, some newspapers at the time reported Poe's death as congestion of the brain. I've so had like that a before. sinus infection. Yeah. yeah, your brain just gets all clogged up. Yeah, mm-hmm. or cerebral inflammation. Euphemisms, euphemisms for death from disgraceful causes such as alcoholism. And syphilis. Syphilis. The VD. Yes. In a study of Poe, a psychologist suggested Herbies. that Poe had dipsomania. Oh, well, that's a terrible thing to have. I would, I Does anybody dipsomania. know what that is? Yeah, <laughs> dipsomania. What is it? That's when you get the, the uh, you get into the swimming pool and you keep bobbing your head up and down. I dated a girl with that. Like, dips- <laughs> Somebody, sweet, you know what? sweet girl. While you sons of bitches aren't doing anything right now, why don't one of you look that up and see what it is? Poe's characterization as an uncontrollable alcoholic is disputed. I would just like to say that if you had prepared for the podcast, you would have done. You would have looked that up prior. Yeah, let me let me look that up. His but drinking yeah. companion for a time, Thomas Maine Reed, admitted that the two engaged in wild frolics. But wild that, frolics. But that Poe never went beyond the innocent mirth in which we all indulge. While acknowledging this as one of Poe's failings, I can true. I can speak truly of it not being habitual. Dipsomania is binge drinking. Thank you. Something you Lips know about. Lips that touch liquor will never touch mine. That's fine, too. Some believe Poe had severe susceptibility to alcohol and became drunk after one glass of wine. He only See, drank during difficult periods of his life and sometimes went several months at a time without alcohol. Adding further confusion about the frequency of Poe's use of alcohol was his membership in the Sons of Temperance at the time of his death. Yeah, he was a temperance guy too, huh? So, the colonel. Yeah. So now that hold he's on. done running his so, fucking Peter Puffer, uh, 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 he is going again. to talk to us about language, please. Uh, yeah, he's now going to review the different theories proposed. M seventeen. Poe's demise. Yeah, there was there was many different theories. Well, there's many theories about how Poe died, and, and I will um, give you the common fracking courtesy of not. Jacking around while you do that. But you're She's going to speak nevermore. Nevermore. Okay, Colonel. There's really nine theories um, on nine? Apo. Nine theories. We couldn't take the top three. No. We got all through, nine. We could go through the whole Cause nine. Because they're all kind of interesting. And and, and and the first one is, and, and one thing that um, you neglected in your research. I, I um, did. No, the producer here, he did oh, not mention. Thank you. Please. Please. Why, when he left his trunk at the at the house ill repute, it was reported that Poe had fifteen hundred dollars cash on him. That, that place was not a house would have been, and it been about thirty thousand dollars in today's money from subscriptions. So one is that he was beat, robbed, and beaten, and uh, and then E. Oak Smith in her article autobiography autobiographic notes at Gallon Poe. She says, at the instigation of a woman who considered herself injured by him, he was cruelly beaten, blow upon blow, 
by a ruffian who knew of no better mode of avenging supposed injuries. Ruffians are a bitch. I I never hang out with ruffians. It is well known that a brain fever followed. See, they first thought that Poe died of what they call phrenitis. Uh-huh. An inflammation of the brain from drinking too much alcohol. That's right. what they accepted back I thought that was called diphthoma- diphthomania. No, diphthomania causes the phrenitis. Uh-huh. Um, so that was one one theory. Now, the other theory, the, the more interesting theory is, and, and, and possibly a more likely one, is a combination. Now, the colonel going to sum this up and wrap it up at the end because he knows what happened to Poe. But here's the theories. Is uh, cooping. Mm-hmm. Now, cooping... What was cooping? Cooping was when there was an election going on. Mm-hmm. You take people and you dress them up in different clothes and get them to vote five or six times. Now, if they went along willingly, they didn't get a beat. And if they didn't go along willingly, they got beat, stripped, put clothes on, and yeah. went this is the, This is the, kind of the era of the boss system where you'd have the big political bosses and they would have their goons... Beat people up and take. That seems like a lot of work to get people. Voter fraud was very, very common in Baltimore around the mid eighteen hundreds, and uh, and and the polling site where Walker found Poe uh, was a known place where Coopers brought their victims. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he was found delirious on election day, it's not really could but, not but, be but, a coincidence. But why would you? But that, the only the thing about that I don't understand is. Well, why would he be delirious after four days? I mean, he had to be more than just getting his butt kicked. Well, um, the cooping theory is is really come to be one of the more widely accepted explanations for his, his strange demeanor before his death. Um, before prohibition, voters were given alcohol after voting as a sort of reward. Um, and had Poe been forced to vote multiple times in a cooping scheme, this might explain this semi-conscious ragged state. Um, yeah, again, he's drunk, okay, he's beat up, okay, but for four days? Yeah, well, and, and because of this, now his bi- a biographer, J.H. Ingram, received several letters that blamed Poe's death on a cooping scheme. Um, and a letter of a man named William Hand Brown, that's a peculiar name, yeah. Um, he was a member of the faculty at Johns Hopkins. He said that the general belief here is that Poe was seized by one of these gangs. His death happening just at election time, an election for sheriff took place on October 1st. He was cooped, stupefied with liquor, he was dragged out, I've been and stupefied voted, with liquor before. I've been cooped. Then turned adrift to die. Now, that's that's a possibility. Right. Alcohol is another one because, because at times... Poe could be a binge drinker. Um, when he, and Poe suffered from depression and melancholy. He did and go to college. Everything. Of course he's a binge drinker. So it's... Yeah. Um, and Poe yeah, his professor had was a... Uh, when he was in school. Peculiar affliction. He probably did it. That he could no, he not... But. He could not handle alcohol. Poe could not... All his friends would say, after one drink, Poe would be staggering. Under the table, table huh? Yeah, so, and his Lightweight. sister had the same problem, and it, it was possibly something hereditary. Now, Poe was a, a pretty vocal member of the temperance movement, um, so he stayed away. And another biographer, Susan uh, Tallyweiss, Tallywacker. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Susan Tallywacker recalls in her biography, The Last Days of Edgar Allan Poe, an event toward the end of Poe's time in Richmond that might be relevant to theorists that prefer a death-by-drinking demise for Poe 
Poe had fallen ill in Richmond after making a somewhat miraculous recovery, was told by his attending physician that another such attack would prove fatal. Now, according to Weiss, Poe replied, if people would not tempt me, I would not fall. So it suggested that uh, the first illness was brought on by about a drinking. Those around Poe during his final days seemed convinced that um, he did indeed fall into that temptation, drinking himself to death. His close friend, J.P. Kennedy, wrote, um, on Tuesday last, on Tuesday last, Edgar A. Poe died in town here, the hospital, from the effects of a debauch. He fell in with some companion here who seduced him to the bottle, much like the devil does. Yeah. Um, which it was said that he had renounced some time ago. The consequence was fever, delirium, and madness. And in a few days, a termination of a sad career in the hospital. Poor Poe. A bright but unsteady light has been awfully quenched. Yeah, I don't buy the booze <clears throat> argument. I mean, he may have been drinking, but... Well, the theory that it, um, it, it explains his five-day disappearance. It's a binge drink thing. Yeah. Um, but... Well, it doesn't really explain the whole five days. It doesn't explain the secondhand clothes. Now, Which it is was weird. a popular theory propagated by Snodgrass, who was kind of pissed off at Poe. Right. So, you know, Snodgrass, too, as we said, was a member of the temperance movement, and he gave lectures across the country, and he played up on Poe's death and talked about binge drinking and said, you know, had it not been for... So he used it. He was using it for a political gain. Um, now another one is carbon monoxide poisoning. Um, some people think that Poe took his car. And oh no! It was in cars uh, in eighteen forty nine. Okay, okay. Now let's go with another theory. Um, now in nineteen ninety nine, there was a public health researcher. His name was Arthur Donnie. Mm-hmm. And he said that Poe's death was a result of carbon monoxide poisoning from coal gas that was used for indoor lighting during the 19th century. Donnie took clippings of Poe's hair and tested them for certain heavy metals that would be able to reveal the presence of the coal gas. Yeah, they had some uh, of Poe's hair, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, the test was inconclusive, um, but it did show just um, a tremendous amount of heavy metal in it, So, which leads to our next theory of he died from poisoning. Metallica. Metallica. He, Iron Maiden. Metallica killed, did it. Iron Maiden killed the Pope. <laughs> no, uh, that's not true. But go on with the theory poisoning. of the uh, heavy metal theory. <clears throat> well, Donnie's test didn't reveal heavy, the levels of heavy metal consistent with carbon monoxide poisoning. She's being distracted. She's being distracted. The devil being, uh, uh, what, what is that word? Uh, petulant. Yes. Please continue. Colonel, I'm sorry for the rude interruption. <clears throat> Thank you, Timothy. <laughs> Why Donnie's test did not reveal... <laughs> She's got the giggles. I don't know. We can't, you know, we cannot... Can we just... This is why we can't have nice things around here. Can we just one time put on a nice podcast? We've got people all silliness. over the world listening yeah. to this podcast, and you, you're over there... You're disappointing Canute. Yes, you're disappointed. I, I don't think I am. Lady Beverly? I mean, Lady come on. Be- yeah, this Have is- some respect. If we had Lady Beverly, she would not be acting like you are acting right now. She probably would not. That's right. But she doesn't work with you people. Well, 
Well, anyway, let's get back to the Led Zeppelin poisoning. Yeah. Um, that Heavy is, metal poisoning. Robert Plant did it. <laughs> he had an unbelievable amount of mercury in his system. Now, was he a hatter? Because you know that well, hatters. That's were, where Mad Hatter comes from. Yeah. He'd been exposed to a cholera epidemic in Philadelphia, and Poe's doctor prescribed um, calomel uh, or mercury chloride. Yeah. Now, mercury poisoning could help some explain his hallucinations and delirium before his death, but the levels found, even at the highest, are about 30 times below what uh, mercury poisoning would be. Now, here's a really, really interesting theory. Okay. 1996, Dr. Robert Michael Benitez was participating in a clinical pathologic conference where doctors are given patients along with a list of symptoms. And what they do is they stand up there, they list off, like house, they list off the symptoms in the doctor. They has don't, to without say, knowing who the patient Without knowing was. who it was. Right. And they gave, and the anonymous patient was E.P., a writer from Richmond. Yeah, they never um, got that. Well, I mean, you know, unless you're thinking along those lines, yeah. you would never know. If they just put up E.P. And they gave a list context. of symptoms, and they were told to diagnose, and the supervising p- physician there, J.J. Moran, um, according to his symptoms, they said he'd been admitted to the hospital due to lethargy and confusion. Once admitted, his condition began a rapid downward spiral, which Pose did. Um, shortly, the patient was exhibiting delirium, as the devil often does, visual hallucinations, wide variations in pulse rate, and rapid shallow breathing. Within four days, the median length of survival after the onset of serious rabies symptoms, EP was dead. So these doctors diagnosed just based on the symptoms and how mm-hmm. he presented what happened afterwards that this patient died of rabies and it was a pretty fairly common virus back in the 19th century they um, should have a fun run they did have a fun run but they was running away from the rabid rabbits so and those rabid rabbits are fast they dumped ice over their head yeah so and it ran in the September 1996 issue of the Maryland Medical so, Journal. So all these doctors got together, and they, without knowing who the patient was, just by the symptoms, they decide it, it's likely it was rabies. They did, yeah. These doctors did, and this was published. Now, without DNA evidence, it's impossible to say. The the few kinks in this theory are that he had no evidence of hydrophobia, and those fear people, of water. yeah, fear of water. Those. Those people with rabies often get this. They don't. But um, Poe was drinking water in, at the hospital until his death, and there wasn't really any evidence of an animal bite. But you know, sometimes with rabies, people don't remember being bitten by yeah, an animal. And, you, and, and if you're bitten by a bat, bitten by a ra- you know, yeah. And uh, how, and thir- how thoroughly did they examine him too? Right. If he got bit by a bat, though, he would have been a vampire. Absolutely. Yeah. So it would be like going to a, a medical convention and you put up patient CW suffers from premature ejaculation. Yeah. Delusions. Delu- delusions. Delusions of grandeur. Of grandeur. <laughs> Erectile dysfunction. <laughs> no, erect. I- hemorrhoidal <laughs> discomfort. All those things. Yeah. 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 So anyway. Bloody stool. It's, <laughs> it's a time of the publication. <laughs> Facial lesions. Uh, Jeff yeah. Jerome, the curator at a Poe house. 
An the inverted penis. I would not want to be the public. Inverted penis. Inverted penis. <laughs> and, ni- and nipples. Yeah. Now, are you guys going to take this seriously? You please, please. Continue please, with your foolishness. Please continue. Okay. Please. Now, now there is actually a place called the Poe House. I know. It's for people who don't <laughs> have a whole lot of no money. money. Yeah. No money. It's called the Poe House Museum in Baltimore. Um, I believe. I believe my house is one of the one of the exhibits there. No, your house um, is a branch. Yeah. So, and you know, let's go back to someone who was in college because I've heard this before. He broke up his furniture yeah. for firewood. Right. These some bitches couldn't find a tree. How many times do you hear people breaking up their well, furniture? For, where was he? Virginia? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, no, yeah. Richard. Was you in the middle of the Grand Canyon? No, you're surrounded by trees. Go get you some branches. You're in Virginia. They fall yeah, around. but it doesn't sound as dramatic. I don't believe people do. Cut down some trees for firewood. Oh, you I mean, know what? I, He'd used it. He used it for his writing. I've, I've broken up some of our furniture that Renee has stored in the garage that she does not know that I caught on fire, but that's the only time. She but anyway, catch your ass on fire. Um, but anyway, the Jeff Jerome, the curator of the Poe po Museum in Baltimore, he agrees with this. He said this is the first time since Poe died that a medical person looked at Poe's death without any preconceived notions. Prophet, um, said I, thing of evil. Prophet still, if bird or devil, whether tempest sent or whether what? tempest tossed thee here ashore. See, the devil got the delirium now. Desolate yet, um, all undaunted on this deserted land, enchanted. You know, when you you just blurt out stuff like that, it's hard for our listeners to follow this. Is it hard? Could you stop? Is that hard just, for them it, to do? It's distracting for them. Yeah. It's distracting for Think everyone. Of everyone. Think of the listeners. Yeah. Really. Now, here's you need another to be careful. theory. Here's another theory. Producer. Please it's continue, Colonel. That he, thank you. Thank God, you, give us one more theory. Um, but there's two more. One is, one of the more recent theories is that he uh, succumbed to a brain tumor, which influenced his behavior before his death. Because when he would, when yeah, Pope I, died, I buy into that one. He was buried rather unceremoniously in an unmarked grave in a Baltimore graveyard. Because he's a a vampire. They didn't even, they didn't even, they they, they had a shroud for him, but they didn't even have a pillow for his head. Well, he had all that hair. Well, why do you need a pillow in your coffin for? Here's the thing. Why do you need silk inside that? He wasn't staying there very long anyway. Vampire. Okay, go ahead. So, but 26 years after he died, a statue was... Erected. Yes. Yes. At least something in your life gets erected. <laughs> Honoring Poe. Near the graveyard's entrance. <laughs> Poe's coffin was dug up, his remains exhumed in order to be moved to the new place of honor. For more than two decades. Did he get a pillow for his head in the second place? Well, he, this is where it gets interesting about his head. Oh, his head. Um, two decades of buried decay had not been kind to Poe's coffin. Water corpse within it, and the apparatus fell apart as workers tried to move it. Little remained of Poe's body, but one worker did remark a strange feature of Poe's skull, a mass rolling around the inside. Now, newspapers of the day claimed the clump was Poe's brain, shriveled yet intact after almost three decades in the ground. Now, we know today that mass could not have been Poe's brain. It's one of the first parts of your body to rot after death. Or in the devil's case, rock before death. But uh, Matthew Pearl, an American author, uh, he wrote a novel about Poe's death. 
He was intrigued by this clump. He, condu he conduct contacted a forensic pathologist who told him that while the clump could not be a brain, it could be a brain tumor, which calcify after death into hard masses. That's what I was wondering. So, uh, it, it Maybe it's a been. bird's egg. So they think that, so according to them, it's now the last, well, we got nine theories. Number eight here is uh, the flu. Oh, so the flu. Um, could have had the flu. Didn't um, get his flu shot. Yeah. No, and the high fever could have accounted for his hallucinations and his confusion. And then... Is this the last theory? The last third, the last number nine is murder most foul. Is it murder? Murder. murder. Who, who does he think would have uh, taken the life of young Mr. Poe? The guy with the weird name. Well, he was about 40 years old, right? The theory suggests that Poe was murdered by the brothers of his wealthy fiance, Elmira. Well, Elmira. Okay. Shelton. You know what? Um, what if it was Griswold? What if it was Rufus? Was it Griswold? No, Rufus ain't gonna kill. So him. he he, as I said, he was out chasing tail when and, and promising these women he'd marry him because he didn't want to be alone. So he got engaged, and the theory is that the brothers didn't. Her brothers did not like the idea, and told right. him to hit hit the trail, or they whacked him. Why couldn't it be mm -hmm. Rufus? Well, and they knew that. Uh, and here's the theory: um, that these guys tracked Poe down. Okay. Yeah. He got ambushed by him, and they warned Poe against marrying the girl. Now, Poe's getting scared, so he disguises himself in new clothes, which accounts for the change of clothes. Yeah. Um, and hid in Philadelphia for nearly a week, which accounts for his disappearance, before heading back to Richmond to marry Shelton. Now, the Shelton brothers intercepted Poe in Baltimore, and Walsh postulates they beat him and forced him to drink whiskey which they knew would send him into a deathly sickness. Now, Walsh's theory gained little traction among Poe's historians or book reviewers. Um, Edward Barton said that... Because uh, it was Rufus. He called his story only only plausible, but not really persuasive. I mean, if you're going to kill somebody, now, it, you, won't, you don't beat is, him up and make him drink liquor. I mean, you know, you, you whack him. You well, him. it takes a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Now... So really, the conclusions is no one but the colonel knows. Uh, You're not saying. None of the theories fully explain his curious end, and his death may have resulted from a combination of the factors. Um, his attending physician is one of the best sources of evidence, and he recorded he on... Sucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the he sucks. He scheduled He died of phrenitis. Um, Tendonitis. So... He was most likely suffering from encephalitis or meningitis, either which might explain those symptoms. Itis is our After bitch. doing exhaustive research, um, I've done some some of my own DNA testing. Um, the colonel's Do you theory, have a DNA test? Do you have a mm -hmm. kit? DNA kit? It's well, not. It can't be one of those who's your daddy kits. Like it has to be a. Yeah. yeah no, what like I do, I got a, I got a, I got a little uh, beaker, beaker, and a and a butane flame. Uh huh. And then I got an I don't attachment from my it. drill to spin things around real fast inside there. Yeah. Um, that's so called a mixer. A mixer. Yeah. yeah. You got a mixer, do you? Um, and I and I came to the conclusion that Poe got bit by a raccoon. A raccoon. Got while the drunk. Huh? While drunk. While drunk. Um, he be bit by a vampire. The first thing that happens to that. you when you get to rabies is you get the diarrhea. Now Poe. Made a mess on himself, 
what went, had to change clothes. Had to change clothes. He got it on his shoes, which explains the shoes. He got it on his shoes, went to went to do it, was minding his own business, foaming at the mouth, doing whatever, you know, what the rabies people do. Trying to get his fun and run together. And then got cooped. Fun run for the cure. So the he cure. was cooped, bitten by a raccoon, and then beaten to death by these Pinkerton brothers. Ruffians. What? Ruffians. Pinkerton brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the... The Sheldon brothers. The Sheldon brothers. Was it, yes. was it the Cook brothers? Okay. Uh, well, that's an the interesting... Brothers. The, the Cook brothers. The Cook brothers, yeah. they beat him to death. Brandy, what is your uh, theory on what happened? I think he had a brain tumor. Okay. I think he got some kind of disease. I think he had meningitis or something. That makes more sense to me than... Than brain tumor? Well, he could have had a brain tumor, I guess. That I mean, it's, that's plausible. <laughs> I'm still going with the raccoon the He just spit out. Well, all right. But anyway, um, Poe dies. <laughs> dead. Po he dies. dead. And then guess what happens? In 1949... They exhumed him. A hundred years later, no. On his birthday... Hundred years later, nineteen forty nine. Doesn't somebody bring flowers or something to um, us? Yes, I'm getting to that. Please. Oh, I'm what asking. Guess what happened? Yeah. Well, guess. I guessed. Yes, you guessed. We're now going to talk. <laughs> we're and now, you win. I win. We're now going to talk about the Poe toaster. Wiener, wiener, chicken dinner. Who pays homage at Poe's grave homage. annually? It's an and homage. it began in nineteen forty nine. The man began the tradition uh, involved sneaking into the cemetery. In the dead of night, while dressed in black clothes, a wide brim hat, black hat, and a white scarf. She wears a straw hat. Mm-hmm. Upon arriving at the grave, mm-hmm. the toaster would place three roses besides the grave beside the grave in, in particular order. Are they before, black roses? I don't know. Before opening what a colors? bottle of cognac. What colors are the roses? I don't know. Well, that's very important. What, what kind of exactly cognac? is a dead after? I think it's midnight. After toasting Poe with a glass, the man would then place the bottle next to the grave before disappearing into the night. Does he leave it for hobos or does did he put does he spill one for for my homie? In the in the years that follow. I think that's reasonable. The toaster kept a tradition alive for sixty years. This has been going on. This is a man with no life. This is your blood brother. Six it's your years. Eskimo brother right there. Someone's been doing it. That's po- Every January 19th, this happens. So And it's it, cold down in Baltimore. Why, January. Why January 19th? On, uh, I think it's his birthday. Uh, yeah, it's his birthday. Okay. On uh, Every January 19th. So on uh, in uh, some other time, <laughs> um, they... Uh, so anyway, uh, on January 19, nineteen ninety, a, a reporter from Life magazine captured a photo of the toaster. Is he one hundred and eighty-seven years old? Or <laughs> we don't know. New- three years later, the toaster left a note behind in nineteen ninety-three. Three years later, after nineteen ninety, well, left you. a note behind saying that, that he was retiring and that the torch would be passed on. Did he post it on Craigslist? His replacement <laughs> was a strange. Was a bit strange. Well. <laughs> As this new toaster um, started leaving notes about the Iraq War and the 2001 Super Bowl, which featured the Ravens, the Baltimore the Ravens. Ravens. Yes. Right. So I don't know why you were in 2006. A group of fans attempted—not Ravens fans, Poe fans—attempted to intercept the toaster. Poe boys. 
<laughs> but but they failed. They fell short. Those homies. Okay. So in 2010, the tradition all of a sudden stopped. The Po toaster, no more. So sadly, the toaster. Sadly, the real toaster hasn't put. And there was a couple of fake toasters that came along. But how do you know they were fake toasters? They they said they were fake toasters. In the research, they said. I guess, hey, I guess they, they feel like they're real toasters. They're not getting paid for this gig. How can you say I they're fake? I guess the toasters did not do it the right way. Did the I toast, don't know. Well, neither did the other guy. He's leaving notes about football. Sadly, the real toaster hasn't appeared since 2009. Because he's dead. And the tradition uh, is nevermore. But I lost. Are you picking up that tradition? The Maryland Historical Society. Now, this is true. This, I mean, you know, everything, you know, that Brandy or well, the Colonel says, you got to take with a grain of salt. But the Maryland Historical Society uh, is t- attempting to rekindle, is re- t- attempting to rekindle uh, this tradition. And let me tell you how they're doing that. They're going to do some cognac bias thing, put the road. They are. The according to the Maryland Historical Society website, that is at www.mdhs.org, swear to God, they are having a contest to select a new Poe toaster. Why would we doubt you on Why don't they just post on it on Octo- Craigslist? On October 31st, 2015, so what, a couple weeks weeks from this podcast. Did you apply? No, I didn't. The finalists will be announced at the Poe Baltimore's Black Cat Ball in... uh, I'm going to that. that, Well, you'll be there. It's in Baltimore, and it's hosted by um, the Maryland Historical Society. You can go to their website, or you can go to the Maryland Historical Society's webpage, Facebook page, on November the 1st. And they're going to select a, uh, uh, the finalists. There's going to be 10 to 12 of them. And they're going to have three judges and a live audience at the, at the Maryland Historical Society on November 7, 7th, 2015. And after the auditions of the toast... Uh, Is there toast, a swimsuit competition for I, that? I I'm don't out. know. Like but they're going, to, they're going to have this competition. And then they're going to... This is going to be live streamed all live all, online. Oh, my gosh. Really? You don't have to go to the Netflix, the Hulu. You can just go right just to go their right website. There. Right to the website, www.mdh.org. And uh, you can watch this live competition to select the next Poe Toaster. Top model. And they will perform the toast uh, Edward's birthday starting January of 2016. I don't like that. And it will be a big day. I, it seems so, too organized. Well, yeah, it, I liked it better when it was someone when mysteri- it was a mystery. Yeah, mysterious. Yeah. Doing it, but they uh, should select somebody on the down low. Well, and they may. We and, don't know. And be done with it. No, they're live streaming it on the jumbotron. I am going to watch this, and I'm going to report back because I have no, nothing to do else to do. <laughs> you should definitely do that. So, uh, very good podcast. Uh, very dark person, our Mister Poe. And uh, he he, he died. I think he died of the uh, of the colon cancer. I think he had colon the blood, cancer. He had the bloody mm-hmm. stool. At, uh, that's Chuck. Oh, I'm sorry, Chuck. I don't have the bloody stool. <laughs> yeah, bloody stool. <laughs> have you checked your stool lately? I, I'm it's not bloody. a stool checker. I'm not one of those. Well, stool you checkers. really should check it. You really should check a your men's, stool. Men's health tip. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Check for your all stool. men listening out there. As, uh, 
Put your head down and check your stool real good. You okay? don't have to put your head down. Just turn around and look. Yeah, you wait till after you defecate. You've then evacuated. You check your, oh, okay. Then you check your stool. And then you check Measure it, it. Take pictures. You do You do a selfie. If it's white. Snapchat. Whatever. If it's white or bloody, you're in trouble. Yeah, if it's bloody, go right to the doctor. Actually, white, I heard, is the most dangerous. White part. is the most dangerous. Yes. Is it really? Yeah, because it means the... the the Bio stuff in your gut is not doing its job. It means your pancreas is getting blocked off. Okay, well. Uh, it's a bad scene. I need to, we need to wrap this up. I need to make a doctor's appointment. Okay. Um, <laughs> Brandon, any final words? <laughs> any final so words? You, know. you got the ghost do? <laughs> I, I, I don't want to say anything his, else. His poop looks like Casper. <laughs> I thought it was normal. They told me it was normal. Uh, Brandon, any final thoughts? Where can people find us, Colonel? Well, they could go to the Hulu. No, uh, find us on Hulu. Okay. Hulu. Okay, they can find us on Netflix. No. Um, yeah, they most certainly cannot. We are going to start putting these on video live on the YouTube. Uh, I would like to do that in 2016. Maybe oh, we're on Twitter. On tw- we're on Twitter now. History Dweeves one. I haven't updated that. I've only <laughs> I only updated it once. Well, you need to get on that, producer. You have nothing else going on. I've got to watch the photos. We've got. Uh, you can find. And us. I need to go to the emergency room. <laughs> what we really like you to do is go to iTunes. Um, Tell us what rate us. Um, not, yeah, not on this particular not on this, not on this one. Um, go one back to some ones. of the better ones we did. Um, yeah, and how do you do that? Because uh, there, there's some confusion. It's very easy to do. You go to our, our show, and if you just click on our icon, it'll give you a list of shows. And if you click on one of the shows, it'll say, you'll see a little, a couple tabs. It'll say home, review, and just hit review. Don't you have to subscribe? No, you don't have to subscribe. Uh, okay. um, if you mention the Colonel, you get 20% off at Al's Hardware in Northbrook, West Virginia. Um, so anyway, that's what you do. There. You can also find us on Facebook true. at History Dweeb. Yeah, just uh, search History Dweeb on Facebook. History Dweeb. Yeah, we got a we got quite a following. I mean, we yeah, got we thousands, cast of thousands. A lot no, of I looked at the other day. There was like four thousand likes on the damn page. So yeah. weird. Yeah, I put up a lot of good stuff. You do. Good you do. You do. You need yeah, to put more so on Twitter. You need I to never see our head. Facebook page. I never. It never shows up in my news feed. You have to follow ass. us. You get comments there. You should look at it. Dumbass. Or writing. I no, I go to the page, but I mean it doesn't show up in my news feed. Uh, I'm sorry. I got and, and you can Follows. find us uh, now next week. Tune in next week because we got a special show next week. You got Casey um, joining us next week. Casey joining us. We're gonna do a show on what? We'll leave that. We'll make a. That'll be a surprise. We're, we're yeah. We got but we got Casey and we're gonna go over. We're gonna have another debate um, because if you. Uh, one of the three people who listened to the show on the Colonel's Corner. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to call I it that. No just more. posted uh, a thing for how you know how you keep your man happy when he come home from work, and uh, the devil had a little bit of problem with that. So we're gonna have a, another debate. Debate next week. Halloween's coming up. We got some cool topics to cover. It's really gonna be like Bernie Sanders and Ted Cruz. Yeah, which one is she? She's uh, Ted Cruz. Okay. All right. Uh, so thank you for joining us, everyone. We'll see you next time on History Dweeze. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.
when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.